Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Barbara's on EAC. Chavez. Welcome to Barbara's on EAC. Chavez. Who? Chop. I got a couple kids need cut. I need tighten up myself. Oh, we got you. Come on in. Have a seat, man. Hey, Chop. What up, fam? Chop's out here. Got a few kids you need cut. Oh, yeah? Few of them? Yeah. Yo, Chop. What up? You know the motto? Come get your head right. First I get him into the barbershop Sit him down and drape him up at the barbershop Get him fader tapered up at the barbershop Clients coming in, got my pockets looking real big Cause we all get it in at the barbershop You can get a fresh cut up at the barbershop We'll cut it, now be back to the barbershop Clients coming in, got my pockets looking real big it's just another day at the barbershop I clean my barber chair, time to get it in with chop Turn my clippers on, clients rush the parking lot Just the south side, number one barbershop On the regular, we cut them so fresh DJ Khaled with the clippers, we the best I'm taking walk-ins, tell me who's next We take cash, even debit, no checks I see your cuts grown, welcome to Barber Zone We go hard and go home, just store us in your phone And now we doing numbers like the pick phone They ask them where you get that cut That is sick bro First I get him into the barbershop Sit him down and drape him up At the barbershop Get a fader tapered up At the barbershop Clients coming in Got my pockets looking real big Cause we all get it in At the barbershop You can get a fresh cut up At the barbershop We'll cut it Now be back to the barbershop Early in the morning, cutting through midday. Kids want designs in their head, just ask for cool ray. I tell them vominoes, I cut them rapido. Make sure you pick them out if you got some napso. You can get a cup, bro, if you got that, get it green. We'll fade you hella fresh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Barber Zone. You're in the Barber Zone with your man, Chavez Moment. Hey, excuse me for that. You know, we had a few technical problems with the internet thing going on. But, hey, y'all, hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year from the Barber Zone. This is the first show of 2013. You know, we had a lot going on at the end of 2012. We got all that out the way. So, y'all, now we're here in 2013. Happy New Year. All right, it's a new Barber Zone. We got a new calendar. So, hey. Thanks for joining us right here on Blog Talk Radio. It's your man, Chavez Moment. You are in the Barber Zone. Y'all, we starting 2013 off right. I mean, we just starting it off like real focused right now. We starting with talking about men, talking about fathers. We talk about a lot of things on the show, but we haven't really talked about, you know, fathers, dads. Not baby daddies, but how to go from baby daddy to daddy or father. We haven't talked about that. So it's always something that, you know, I wanted to talk about. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's something that we see in the barbershop all the time, you know, when we're cutting kids' hair, you know. Sometimes dad there, sometimes dad is not. But we're going to talk about the whole aspect of being a dad, being a father, being a man. So over the next four shows, 
we're going to talk about, we're going to help empower some brothers, empower some men. So, hey, that's what we do here at the Barber Zone, man. We're here for the people. Not only for the barbershop, we're here for the community. So hopefully we can get this switchboard lit up. We're right here on Blog Talk Radio, the number is 347-637-3850. You're in the Barber Zone with your man, Chavez Moment. Yo, we got a special guest that we're going to have on the line with us for the next, you know, for the next four weeks. It's uh, Brother Mike Hargrove. We're going to call him the ambassador, the ambassador for the brothers. So we're going to get him on. And, you know, we're going to take your, take your calls, take your questions. If you're on the line, 347-637-3850, press 1. Let me know that you have something to say. You want to tap in on this topic. So, um Appreciate you again. We we right here in the Barber Zone, 2013, ready to get this new calendar started off. So, y'all, hey, so hold on. Y'all know how we do it in the Barber Zone before we get all the way started and and jumped into the show, jumped into this topic. We gotta take we gotta take that time, man, for them shout outs. Y'all know how we do it. You know, you gotta do this every day, man. Sometimes three or four times in a day, depends on how your day's going. But take time to say, Father, thank you. Thank you for another day, another blessing, another opportunity, another year. You brought us through 2012. Now you take us into 2013. Father, let this year be better than it was last year. Let what we went through in 2012 just be preparation, just be our test for our reward in 2013. As we go on with this show, we're going to focus on the men, the fathers. You're our father. So you're the example that we need to go by. But we know we're not perfect. So sometimes we need to step back, look at ourselves, and look at others as we go forward. So, Father, let this show be a light to somebody's life. Father, mother, maybe even a child. Let it be a connector. Let it be an empower. We pray for peace. We pray for love. We pray for reconciliation. We pray for unity. So, Father, use this show as that vehicle that you have it to be. And as we go on, I just ask you to continue to bless the barber zone as we go on as you have us to go. In your son, Jesus' name, we say amen. All right, y'all. Fathers. The mind, body, and soul of dad. That was, you know, that's that's the name of the show. So, y'all, make sure you check out the Barber Zone. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, see us on YouTube. Just Google us. We here. Number six one four four nine one seven four six seven. Six one four four nine one shop. So you get hold to us, or you can feel free send us emails at barberzone, excuse me, barberzone at gmail dot com. So all right, y'all, we're gonna talk about some health and wellness. You know, we had um, we had Doctor White on a little bit a little bit ago. We were talking about health and wellness, but we're talking about mental health. See y'all, this we're talking about the mind, body, and your spirit. You know. Everybody wants to be the perfect dad, the best dad, but if you're not, if you're not in peace, if you're not in control of yourself, if you can't get yourself together, 
it's not going to be easy for you to get your family together. So we wonder why we struggle sometimes. We struggle with our inner selves. So that way, when we try to go and we try to deal with other people's situation, whether it be our mate, whether it be our child, we're unable to do it because we're, un- we're, we're uneasy in our own spirit. So the first thing we've got to do is get good with ourselves, brother, before we go fight for them kids. So we know how to go in the correct way and get your kids or have that conversation with your, your kid's mother. So we're going to try to talk a little bit and take brothers from baby daddy to father. So I'm going to bring my man on here a little bit, you know, a good brother, Mike Hargrove, the, the CEO and, and, and founder of Dads Incorporated. You know, this brother's about empowering brothers. So welcome to the Barber Zone, good brother. You're on the line. Hey, brother, how are you? I'm great, man. I'm great this evening. I'm happy to be back on the air. You know, it's 2013. I'm ready to uh, <laughs> do some things, man. How are you this evening? Hey, man, I'm, I'm back on the scene crispy and clean because I got me a cut at the Barber Zone. That's all I know. <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man. Hey, Mike, before we get started, um, take the time and, and, and let the people know you know who you are. Give them some of your uh, some of the things that you do. So when um when they listen to this, they're not just you know there's another brother on the corner think he can he know what he's talking about. So give them some of your qualifications. Let them know what you do and the whole mission of your program. Absolutely, sir. Well, let me first of all by saying thank you for being a willing vessel. Um, I typically will ask the question, if not you, then who? Yeah, there's a lot of us who talk about wanting to give back and you are definitely one of the brothers black white asian it, it doesn't matter you're definitely one of the brothers in this what i call fraternity of fathers who say it and you do it so i want to first and foremost thank you uh, oh, thank for giving you, me the brother. opportunity you, as a father to have a platform to talk about one of the most important and and just really emotional and significant and and difficult things in my life, and that's been parenting. You know, <laughs> it, it's 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 been joy and and pain. But at the end of the day, you know, I appreciate you again providing the opportunity. No, Second, that's what we're here for, man. That's that that's that's what I use this show, the barber zone, in the barber zone for is, you know, to reach the community and not only the barbershop, but you know, everybody. But, exactly. You know, Exactly. A, a large part of the barbershop is, you know, the barbershop has been predominantly a male-controlled, um, male-based industry. So what better else to use this for is to, you know, touch the brothers. Because I've seen, you know, brothers not have their kids or, you know, situations and child support and all of that. So, you know, I see it every day. You know, where we see it in the barbershop, the effects of brothers not being in the household or not being around their kids or, you know, kids coming up without a father. So we've seen it. We see it on both ends. So Absolutely. Absolutely. And this really, I, I can say for, for Michael Hargo, I just really appreciate a brother like you in the community. Um, and just to give you a little bit about myself, I, I always introduce myself in two ways. Um, one, first and foremost, as a husband, well, let me let me say it correctly. As a man of God, endeavoring to be the son that I believe 
you know, God created me to be. He didn't create me mm-hmm. to be a cousin. He didn't create me to be um, a member of society. He created me to be his son. So as a son of God, man of God, husband, proud father, and, you know, social entrepreneur. Um, you know, the reason that I introduced myself first as such, because that's who I am. That's my core. Uh, yeah. you know, sometimes what we do in business sometimes defines us and, if our business isn't there, do we don't have an identity? I'm like, no, no, no. Regardless of anything else, this is who I am first. And the reason that I introduced myself as such, also, so you can know that, hey, I'm not just talking out the side of my neck. <laughs> you know, if I talk about marriage, it's because I'm married. If I talk about fatherhood, it's because I'm a father. If I talk about any topic we're talking about, it's not because I read it in a book. It's because I've lived it, and it's yeah. not because I've perfected it. It's because I've gone through the journey. And so, that's who I am. Now, because of those experiences, God really gave me the assignment of fatherhood. What I mean by that is he said, Michael, I hear you complaining about your situation, griping, hey, you you, you know, I was a single father. I put myself and my daughter in this compromising situation. I was like, Lord, hook a brother up. Lord, if you just take away all these things that I put on myself, it's like, boy, if you don't stop complaining, because, you know, he's my dad, so he talks to me real like that. Like, boy, yes, yes, look, sir. you put yourself in this situation. You knew she was not going to be Miss Hargrove, yet you still embraced her in a way that you're not supposed to. So why are you talking to me now about something you knew you weren't supposed to do? Well, you know, what had happened was, see, <laughs> right, once I knew she wasn't, then I said, okay, okay. So he, he shuts all that down and says, you know what, I got an assignment for you. He didn't say he's going to take away my problems. He didn't say I'm going to change this in your life. He didn't say any of that. All this griping and complaining I was doing, all the hurt and everything that I was sharing with him, he said, he didn't say, I feel for you, I I want to comfort you, son. The first thing he said to me was, I got an assignment for you. Yeah. And the assignment was Dad's Incorporated. So, you know, I'm I'm one of those defiant child because I didn't get what, what what I want. It took a while for me to really listen to what my father was saying to me. But when I finally listened, and really understood what my assignment was. He said, your assignment is Dad's Incorporated. You will learn how to be what you lack. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, what Dad's is, we are a parent consulting and community development firm. We are in the business of family empowerment through fatherhood development. Started off in 2004 as a support group. And we evolved into a parent consulting and community development firm. And I didn't start the or accept the assignment because I had all the answers at the time. I started and accepted the assignment because I had a whole bunch of unanswered questions. (laughs) I reached in many areas of our community, government, welfare or social services. I looked at corporations, I looked at friends, family members, I looked anywhere that I could, and I could not find any company that could address those issues that I had. I couldn't find any church, I couldn't find any program, at least here in Columbus. There were some things going on in other cities, but I didn't understand why out of all the people I kept running into, not just myself, but all the people I was running into, why was there no place for us to go? So as you've ever heard the expression, uh, what's the mother of invention? Necessity. Exactly. So out of necessity to undo what I did to myself, I started my own 
if you would, what it is now a company so that I can create the best possible parenting environment for my child because I refuse. took a while, but I refuse after I got some healing and some direction and stopped being stubborn. I refuse to repeat the cycle of iniquity, that generational curse. Mm-hmm. So what is it, 2004, it's 2013? Gosh, we're going to have to do a big uh, 2014 celebration now that I'm thinking about it. Ten years. Ten years uh, on the journey. But, you know. It's, hey, 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 Mike, it's, it's been that long? Yeah, 2004, bro. My my daughter just turned 10 December 18th. See, because I, I, I met Mike, or I, I would run into Mike at all these community events and had to, you know, because I'm dealing with the barbershop, so I'm dealing with stuff with boys, and so he's dealing with fatherhood and connecting fathers with sons, so we used to end up in all the same little events, and I'm like, man, but it was always, bro, we're going to do some work together. We're going to do some work together. Then I just, I was like, bro, and, and, and the funny thing is, you don't know where, where you're going to be, where God's going to send you, where you're going to make a connection. Yeah. We we connected at the Sprint store, sitting there. He's getting a new phone, and I'm complaining about my old phone. <laughs> What's up, brother? I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't seen you in a while. We talked about what we're doing, and I, I I knew he had the dad's program going going along. So, hey, and we just connected from there. So, brother, it was perfect congratulations, because congratulations I, I, on, your, on your efforts. And it's like that. You never know where God's going to put you. So. You just got to walk. Like y'all hear me say, you just got to walk in faith, man. You just got to go and take them steps. Because I was not going to the sprint store that day. I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go in the morning. So, But now we're here. But, brother, let's talk about fathers. Let's talk about how we can how we can get the brothers prepared for fatherhood. Because the first thing we got to do is we got to get brothers right. We got to get brothers, as you, as, as you said, and Mike really came up with the topics because I just asked him, I said, brother, this is your expertise. What do we need to talk about? So he said, health and wellness. And I'm thinking, man, we just did health and wellness. Man, you got to eat right, stuff like that. He said, no, the mind, the body, and the spirit of a brother. That's what we got to hit first. So, but talk about that a little bit. Let me know what you. Well, let let everybody know what you meant when 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 we talk about that—the health and wellness of a father or a brother when it comes to his mind, body, and spirit in relation to fatherhood. Let me speak from personal experience. My mind was cloudy because my heart was broken. Okay. I had a child that I did not have access to. And I'm sure there's some brothers listening to you today that can can feel what I'm saying. Yeah. My mind was cloudy because my heart was broken. My heart was broken because I was not connected to my child. And so as a result, I began, I began to become sick. And it's called depression. Mm-hmm. And so even though I worked a job every day, it was difficult for me to even function and have a normal every day. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so what I realized is like, man, once my mind was cloudy because my heart was broken and my soul felt empty, 
it was really difficult for me to to not catch a cold because my immunity system was down because my body was breaking down in those areas. My mind was cloudy. I couldn't think straight. My heart was broken, so I was sad. Then my soul felt empty, so I didn't feel like I had any purpose or drive. You follow what I'm saying? Exactly. And so as a result, I got sick because I didn't eat right. I didn't eat right because I didn't have an appetite. I mean, I can go on, but you see the cycle. Yeah, exactly. So as a result, if, if you just don't do something naturally, if you don't eat right, what happens to your body? You won't function right. You, you your thought process, right? Your 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 calculations and how you handle situations is altered because you're malnutrition. Exactly. So I can't think straight. So now I'm making even worse decisions than I was before. So like you know what? Eh, it's okay if I'm late to work a little bit. I don't really care. All of it is a cycle, and so it's more than just me getting up and working out every day. It's more than just me, you know, eating fruits and vegetables. It, it was really a whole health and wellness because my health is off. I can't live well. That's why I say health and wellness. Does that make sense? Exactly. And so for me, um, and again, it was a process. I even had to recognize that I was in this cycle um, because I didn't understand why all the things in my life seemed to be going down at heel at the same time. And, you know, again, hindsight is always twenty twenty. I realized my mind was cloudy because my heart was broken and I had no strength because my soul was empty. And so how I re- began to reverse that process was that I got connected. You know, I got my soul reconnected. You know, I had to, of course, you know, you always go to God when stuff is jacked up. You're like, boy, you could have talked to me well before this and, and avoided all this. But I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> he doesn't say it. Yeah. But I had to get my soul replenished by just fellowshipping. And again, initially wasn't in the context of a four walled church. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, my soul was refreshed when I began to be around like brothers similar to yourself. Now, at this time, we weren't interacting on a daily basis, but there were some Chavez like brothers that I came across. <laughs> you know, that just had a heart to serve, man, that, uh, that had a heart to care. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And the reason they had that heart is because they had that's part of their soul. That's their DNA, you know. Um, and so that's what helped slowly replenish my soul. So now that my life switch was turned back on, my heart began to heal and my mind began to clear up a little bit. And so as a result, I began to do the things that I was already aware of. You know, I'm not a nutritionist, but I know, hey, I've got to eat food to survive, you know. I don't have a Ph.D., but I know mentally I've got to do some certain, th- I, you know, i got to get up, i got to brush my teeth, i got to go to work. I mean, you don't need a Ph.D. to tell yourself to do that. You follow what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And now that I, again, my soul had light, I had the energy to do it. I had the motivation to say, you know what, I'm not going to let me take myself out of this thing. I had nothing to do with it. I had my rights established. I had nothing to do with me uh, getting child support adjusted. I had to make that internal change first. So was, that's why health and wellness was the first step, not getting, not focusing just on my rights, not focusing just on my money, not just focusing on my job. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Not focusing on healing the relationship between myself and my co-parent. It was like, man, i got to get my health and wellness tight because if I'm down, there isn't, everything else falls to the wayside. Exactly. And, and then, then when you are able to interact with your, your children, you're, you know, now you're, since you're depressed and 
your soul is somewhere else. Now you're bitter. Now you're, you're, you're bitter at your kids because of the whole situation and, you know, the time you spent with them isn't quality time like you need to spend with them, and you've wasted it because of your health and your women. we got to start at the beginning. Yeah. So and and then when you're that 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 example and the things that you do and the way you react to your kids because I've seen some brothers in the shop and the way they act to they the way they act to their son that 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 they ran in the shop is like well you didn't have to snap at him like that you didn't have to use that type of language towards him like that mm. so when he comes up and he starts using that language in school then what are you going to do? And the brother's uh, the brother's response was well he said, Man, if you don't sit down, I'm gonna F you up, man, sit your little ass down. I'm like, Well, you ain't have to do all that. So I said, So when he does that in school, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna F him up. Cut his little ass out. I said, Wait a minute. So you gonna do to him the same thing that he just did because he's repeating what you did to him. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, dang, bro! I didn't even realize I did that." I said, "I see, I see. You're his example, man, and he's gonna follow what you do." Bro, oh, I appreciate that. See, brothers, we get so caught up in our situations, we don't realize what we do to our children. And like the word, I like, I like you, I, I, I like that you said you're co-parent. So when we don't choose the right words and situations. It creates more adverse situations. Yeah, man. You know, brother. I just I realized that you were probably the first parenting he has had in a very long while. Mhm. And the reason I say that is because just because he had a child and has gone through his own process doesn't mean he's been parented in a long time. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? And, you know, again, had you not been obedient to your assignment, <laughs> you, you could have easily not said anything. Like, hey, man, that ain't my kid. Oh, Mike, the, 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 excuse me, y'all. The brother that, that, that was in the shop the other day when you was in here. Uh, the brother that had his pants down. Exactly. I mean, hey, y'all, excuse me. I I come from. I was born in the 60s, so I I come from an era where it takes a village to raise a child. So if you were out of place doing something wrong, an elder or something could scold you right there, and then they report it back to your parents. So me, with the charge that I have with the barbershop, and I see young brothers that are misguided or no guidance at all because of, you know, Situations that are out of their control They're only a child I have to say something So when I see you walking around With your pants hanging down With your rear end showing I don't want to see your leopard printed Or whatever printed boxes that you have on I have to say something to you Because nobody has said anything to you You're emulating something Because you don't have a positive role model Directly day to day Hand to hand that you can attach yourself to so, I have to try to be that example. So, but that's where we are. 
But that's why we're doing this show. Hey, y'all, y'all right here. Y'all in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez moment right here on Blog Talk Radio. The number is 347-637-3850. We're talking about fatherhood. We're talking about fathers. We don't get to talk about that too much. We get like one day a year. We don't get a whole weekend. We get one day out of the whole year where we get appreciated, but we still got to do most of the stuff that day. So, but we, this is what we're going to do in the Barber Zone. We're empowering brothers for the 2013. That's what we're doing here in the 2013. We're empowering brothers. We're empowering barbershops. So what better way to empower your barbershop than empower brothers? Because, y'all, when we stand up behind them chairs, we got a lot of things that's on our mind that we really can't talk about. We got situations going on. And a lot of it is the problems with our families. Yeah. You know, I'm blessed that I have the family structure that I have because I'm a, I, I'm a single parent. I'm not, I'm not in the household with my daughter and her mother. But I see my daughter regularly. And when I say that, I have my daughter every Tuesday and every other weekend. And when she's with me, she's with me. I'm not calling her mom to ask do anything. She's with me. That's our time. So and anybody that knows me, they know, hey, man, you got Sydney tonight, don't you? That's my daughter's name, if you don't know. Check my website, check my page, you'll see her. <laughs> um, you got Sydney tonight, right? Yep. All right, man, I'll see you next weekend. They already know. Even though she's 17, she's still my little girl. So, and there's things that we do, and she's like, Daddy, when I'm with you, I want to be with you, period. But that's what I started. That's how I started. I was the first person that she saw when she came in the world. And when I say that, I mean, you know how in baseball you've got the, you've got the catcher, then you've got the umpire right behind the catcher. <laughs> the doctor was the catcher. <laughs> I was the umpire. I mean, I was right over the lady's shoulder. Like, I was calling balls and strikes. I saw when her mother, I mean, when the, when the mother had to, you know, increase increase her area so her head could get out, so her big head could get out. Oh, but Lord, jeez. Did you, you ain't passed out, man? <laughs> no, I, no, brother. I had to, I, 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 I'm, I'm a responsible type brother. I made her. I had to be there all the way through. So I was there with, with her little head popped out full of hair. I was the first individual she saw when she mm. came in this world. So, yeah, and, and people want to know, yeah, I'm, I'm a proud dad. So, you know, and I want other brothers to be like that. I, I hate when I see brothers that can't see their kids or they don't or, or they don't fight to see their kids. I don't care if you I, – I, it's not my fault you got five kids, but – you got to see your kids. You got to make time for your children. You got to make time for your responsibilities, whether they be boys or girls. Yeah. You know, just buying them, you know, just buying them some Jordans here and there and an outfit, that's not good enough. Spend that time and go to Chuck E. Cheese and have some fun. Take some little pictures with them on the ride. Do some things like that. Go fly some kites. Spend some, give your kids some memories of you. That's that's what we need. I'm tired of seeing mothers bringing sons to the barbershop. No. The barbershop is 
potentially for men, for us to bond, for us to to help the young men be good men. Of course, we're going to tell some jokes. We might tell some dirty jokes, dirty jokes here and there, <laughs> but we're going to give them some morals. We're going to give them some examples. We're going to show them positivity. We're going to show what role models are. So it's, so it's like the men's sanctuary. Is that what you're saying? It's 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 actually and and oh excuse me. You can go get this. Write this down at barbazone.org. You can find a link for it, or you can go to barbazoneclothing.com. No, the barber shop. I don't have and I have apparel that says one the black man's country club, or the blue collar country club. <laughs> That's what it is. That's that's where the average man comes for advice on his problem or his situation, and he can get a positive, constructive example or resolution. Because, y'all, if y'all don't realize, men don't do, we don't do parenting classes. We don't have uh, uh, men empowering groups. We don't have, you know, uh, book clubs and things like that like women do. We're not wired like that. Women, you know, if, if and, and, and socially and, you know, family structure-wise, your mom's going to always be there. So girls going to always be able to go back and talk, well, they should be, be able to talk to their mom about their problems, and then they'll have a sister or a girlfriend. They can pull their emotions out. We're not wired like that. We're not going to do that. But until we get in the barbershop and we hear some other brothers that got some other situations that we have, then we're able to get ourselves out. Then we're able to find, oh, man, I'm not the only one going through this. Yeah. So the barbershop is our country club, our release. This is where we go. You ever wonder why you see brothers that's just in the barbershop for hours? <laughs> And he got a haircut. He bald headed. Why he just in the barbershop for hours, four days out the week? He ain't he ain't selling nothing either. He just chilling. He ain't selling nothing. It's it's the environment. And barbershop owners, we need to make our barbershop conducive to that, to the family environment where you can have. And I'm I'm sorry, I didn't get this picture, but I had three generations in the shop, man. Grandpa, son, grandson. All in the shop at one time. Classic. Where else does that happen? It's the barbershop. So not even at church, really. I don't even see it at church. Yeah. Either. Oh man, you know churches are full with with with, with more women than they are men. Hmm. And then and, and and then we and then we want to talk about women preachers and women pastors, brothers. If brothers were stepping up, not saying there's nothing wrong with a woman bringing the word, but but read the word. The man is the head, head of the church. So we just need to be reflective. We need to see more men in church. So that's it. But y'all, y'all in the barber zone with your man Chavez moment right here on Blog Talk Radio. We talking about fathers. We talking about fatherhood. Y'all, we need more of that. We need more positive discussions about fatherhood. We're going to be talking about this for the next four weeks. Four weeks. The next four weeks. Brother Mike will be here with us for the next four weeks. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about healing relationships. 
and co-parenting. Then, a week after that, we're going to start talking about these legal rights, your parental rights, Ooh. your co-parenting. <laughs> we're going to talk about some of them, some of them child support myths about the system is for the mom. No, brother, the system is for whoever goes down there and uses it. So, but then the last one, the last one, we're going to talk about careers and money management. After we get all this together, after after we talk about the health and wellness, after we get our minds right, so we could so so we can function with our families, we're going to talk about you know how we get along with that other parent. So we're going to work on our legal rights. Exactly. Then we're going to talk about how, how, how we can hold a stable job and be able to provide for our family in a positive way. So, y'all, we just in the barber zone, man. We, we in the barber zone trying to, trying to do some things for the brothers, just, just help brothers think a little bit different. And y'all, so you're right here at numbers 347-637-3850. I see we got a few individuals on the line. If you want to join the conversation or you've got something to say about this topic, just press one and let me know you want something. You've got something to say, and I'll bring you into the conversation. But we've got my man, my brother, Mr. Michael, you know, the, the, the ambassador, the ambassador to the father, Hardgrove. Yo, I, I mean, What's this up, brother, man, I just... It's just funny how, you know, God end up connecting, brother. I mean, because we've been going different. I mean, even though we go in the same direction, we was going different directions. So, you know, we got, we got, and 2013, man, Zone, we're going to put a team together like Voltron for all my old school. Oh, uh, man, they don't know about that. And I'll form yeah. the head. <laughs> yeah. For all my old schools, man, that's what we, you know, the barbers are. We looking to put together a, a powerful team, man, and just, and just affect everything. Whatever we can do in a positive way, that's what I'm trying to do. That's why I be running myself ragged back and forth, doing things. So, but I don't know anything else to do. So, that's that's just, yeah. I, I just asked y'all. Roll with me. Just spread the word about the Blog Talk Radio. We're going to be hitting up a few hair shows and and, and classes and things. We'll, we will be at, at the Grand Brothers show. Uh, I'm working it out to get it to get into a booth, uh, a little special booth, man. It's, it's a historic booth, so uh, I'm looking to get in there. But most definitely, I'll be doing the show live live from the Grand Brothers. We're going to get people in there talking about giving you, letting you know what's going on at the show. Then um, we're getting it worked out, y'all. We're going back to Iowa again. We're going back out there with Big Rob um, in April. I know I know, I, know I said um, we was going to do the cruise at that time, but that April 28th weekend, you know, couldn't work it all the way out with the cruise people. But then the opportunity came with Big Rob. I've been there before, so i got to go help him out. So, the ball is only in Iowa again, so uh, we're going to go down to, you know, down south and, and work things out, too. So, y'all, make sure y'all follow us, Facebook, Twitter, you know, Instagram. We'll be putting pictures up, and, you know, keep playing for us, man. We're we, we, we working hard. Not hardly working. We're working hard. <laughs> these kids feel. <laughs> man, you like, you like the James Brown and Barbara, man. 
You know, hardest worker, brother. I'm trying to be like the Tom Joyner barber or something, but yo, um, hey Mike, for for any brothers we got out there, let's let, let's give them some numbers. Um, first of all, give them your email address so they can get con- get in contact with you, and and maybe give them some you know some organizations that if uh if 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 brothers need some support. Or they need something, maybe even one of the Franklin County numbers. We're not gonna hold it back. Give you one of the Franklin County numbers so you can work on your your, your co-parenting or something. Just you know, just something, brother, so brothers can take with them so they can start that 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 movement of trying to be a better parent in 2013. Gotcha. Let me give you. Let me start off giving you my email address. It is info i n f o at the numeric number four, D-A-D-D-S dot org. Let me repeat that again. It's info at the numeric number four, D-A-D-D-S dot org. Yes, sir. All right. Now, you can also find us on Facebook if you go to Dad's that's D dot A dot D dot D dot S dot INC. That's Dad's Inc. We're on Facebook as well. On Twitter, you can find us at Dad's Inc. That's D A D D S I N C. Follow us on Twitter. I'm right now with that right there. <laughs> and just so folk know, like man, people ask me what, all the time, "What's Dad stand for?" Just so you know, just remember if if you ever try to find us, always remember it's Dad's with three D's, D A D D S, and then I N C. Mhm. Now our number one eight six six. Eight seven, dads. Now remember, dads is D A D D S. That's one. Eight seven D A D D S. Or on your phone. See, some of us with cell phones, we don't have the old school phones that have <laughs> number. Look, I don't know why they stopped doing that. <laughs> but the full number is one eight six six eight seven three two three three seven. And if you dial extension 101, you will get me. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you are looking to start your own movement, let us know. That's what we do. That's what that's what our whole business model is about, is empowering families through father development. While we want to be the Walmart of fatherhood, we are <laughs> not the only God gives everyone a vision. God gives everyone a measure. My goal is to work myself out of a job because I'm not going to be alive my whole, you know, for a thousand years. So yeah. Somebody else needs to pick up the work. We need a dad's. If they got a liquor store in every corner, we should have a dad's on every corner. Why? Because there's dad's in every neighborhood. Exactly. Exactly. So if I want the freshest cuts, <laughs> how do I? How do I? What's the best way to set up a time 
to fellowship and to get to get my head right. <laughs> hey, they, hey, they already know, man. You gotta make an appointment, man. You gotta go to barber's I just can't walk up in there, and be like, what up, dog? Can you? I mean, you can walk in. You can walk in, at the, but if, you, if hey, best thing to do is get an appointment, man. And you can get in the chair. You might be waiting a while. Got you. Know, you we, got you. We putting we putting hair on the floor out here. You know, <laughs> that's a shout out to my to, to my man Lee Blade down there in the South Carolinas. But um, fatherhood, man, y'all 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 realize that's the that's the most uh, that's the most responsible, the, the the most rewarding, the most stressful, the most demanding, Absolutely. the highest. The, Dude, that's like the highest honor you can have. That's why you get to sit at the head of the table. That's why you get the big piece of chicken. That's why you get the big piece of chicken. I'm just saying. But you got to work to earn that. Mm. Say that again. You got to work to earn that. So it's just not by default. I don't make a baby and just automatically get that right? No. Come on, man. You don't. You, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't get the dad. You don't get the world's greatest dad. You get a father because that's what your title is, a father and a mother. But that doesn't mean that you're the definition of a father. A father's responsible for his seed. Mm. But that's, nobody taught me how to do that. So that's why you go to your elders. That's why you go to your grandfather. That's why that's why you use that family hierarchy to learn how to be a good father. So I can father, if I hear you correctly, I can father or create a child, but I have to learn and then make a choice how to be a dad. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. And nobody just, ever broke it down to me like that, though. Just, <laughs> but just, I mean, no, you know what? We hear it. But we don't listen to it. Mm. I mean, see, y'all, I'm, 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 I'm a little different, cause um, you know, and if you see it on Facebook, if 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 you look at if you look at my Facebook profile right now, you'll see what's on there, and that's not just because we do this show. My mother and father are still alive. They've been married over forty-five years. I still talk to my dad on a regular. If I have problems, I'm able to call my dad. When I was young, I went to work and watched my dad. I did this with my dad. So that's all. Even though I'm not in-house with my daughter, that's all I know how to do is be responsible for my feet. So if I go on your page right now, will I see a picture of you and your dad? If you go to my Facebook page, there's a moment right now, right now, Let's see. So let me check this out. So what I see, it looks like Dad is a, almost like passed the torch to his son. Man. That's what it looks like. Because I'm sure he, he cut your hair a couple times back in the days, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's why you know. So that's why I'm so passionate about this thing. And y'all, I, I, I and, and I'm passionate about it about the young men because I have a daughter. Oh. God and bless a you. lot of the 17, 18, her age range. Young men that I see are coming up aren't aren't the ones that I would like for my daughter to be with. Mm. I mean, of course, 
you know, any dad says, oh, ain't nobody good enough for my daughter. But, brother, there is somebody that's going to be good enough for your daughter. But from what I see now and the way society society is putting these examples out here for, for the young men, I don't see a lot of young men that are quality husband father material. Not saying that they won't grow up to be. But what but the way the way society views a young man right now, oh man, it's hard picking. So that's why I am how I am. I lead by example. I'm there. That's like when I have my daughter. I cook her a hot breakfast every morning. You know how to cook? Man, every morning. Do the dishes, wash the clothes. I just simply told her, you just go to school and get good grades. So... This is the test right I do, here. I, and, and I do this stuff. You know, I wash the clothes and the dishes and all that stuff. Not just because, you know, it's my house and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, forceful and do everything myself. No, I'm doing that to show her an example of what a man does. That's what my dad does. My mama cook. My dad will do the dishes. So let me ask you this, brother. This would be the ultimate test to see if you really about your business. Can you do her hair? But yes. <laughs> see, 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 bro. Hey, but all them times. We Come on, man. Keep it real. I know she. There's one thing. I, I, cause I, I'm sure you don't give your daughter a fade, so that don't count. You already know you got that skill. Cause <laughs> no, you, man. you make me crispy. That's all I know. Uh-huh. But can but you do? Her, can you do her hair? Come on, tell the truth. Shame the yes, devil. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Brain. I did it. I did it. With all the times that you saw my daughter Sydney with me and her hair was done, I did it. Now, Come on, I mean, man. her mom, I mean, true enough, her mom is a cosmetologist. She's in the, she's in the business office. <laughs> so, no, I didn't perm her hair or nothing like that. But as far as keeping her edges flat and her ballies on and twisted up and all that good stuff, yes, I did. But I did those things to show her an example a positive example of what a man does. That's why that's why I do those things. You know, I could easily be laying on the couch and make her get up and cook something and all of that. I know she can do that. She does it at my mom's house and at my and and, and at her mom's house. So I know she does it. But for me to be the example, I do it so she can see it. So when she meets a brother, oh. It's Oh, you can't do that? Well, my dad and my granddad do that. So if you can't do that, oh, I can't date you. But that's the example we got to be. That's the example we have have to be, brothers. We can't be the example that I've seen personal experience, and one of my barbers also has seen this. We, I, I, I went out of town to Detroit, went to a strip club with a couple of uh, college buddies, you know, we've grown up a little bit, so we're a little older. <laughs> College buddies. And, you know, one of my man's friends, one of his boys, we go off to the club, and they say, coming to the stage, I'm just going to use a name just, you know, coming coming to the stage, Diamond. And who is Diamond? But his 18-year-old daughter. Oh, on the stage. 
Yes. And I said to myself, when I had a kid, I was not going to be that guy. But he wasn't there in her life. He had he had a few kids. Wow. He wasn't there in her life. So what can he say to her? Wow. What example was he to her? He wasn't there. So now she's looking for love from men in all type of places. And I said that I would never be that guy. Wow. But my 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 other barber told me he, he saw the same thing with his partner. So no, brother, man, that's why we have to. Excuse me, we have to love our kids. We have to be examples for our kids. No matter what we go through. No matter what we go through with, like my man Mike said, our co-parents. We have to love our kids through it all. So we don't have just a fiscal cliff we got to worry about. We got a family cliff we got to worry about. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. That's what we need to. That's what we need to prevent. <laughs> so falling over the family cliff. Hey man, I, that's a whole show in itself. What would you do? That might be number five, bro. <laughs> to keep them off the. How to avoid the players' club for your daughter? Is that what you're saying? Man, oh, and, and, and I couldn't was... even ban. Oh, I, I, okay. I know you're not supposed to have data on the on the radio, but I had a loss of words. Bro. Yeah, bro. I, and then I was like, I'm like, what? What's wrong with you? He said, man, that's your daughter. I'm like, what? Oh, and all the brother could do was leave, man. Wow, I, I mean, I didn't see him the rest of the time that I was on the trip, but that's that's all the brother could do was leave. What can he say? He wasn't he wasn't an important part of his daughter's life. He wasn't a vital part of her life. Like wow. So either yeah. either you parent properly and your daughter marries the president of the United States, or her nickname is going to be Diamond. Is, are you saying it's one of those two? That's a big chance, man. That's the big chance. A father plays a very, very important role in the family structure. He teaches the man how to be a man and treat a woman and also shows a young lady how to be a woman and how to be treated and how to treat a man. Come on. And, 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 and y'all, I do these shows, and these are personal to me because I lived it. That's why my relationship is the way it is. That's why I'm a single parent right now because of the way the way everything was perpetuated on her mother's side. Her mother said things about her father during the whole time that she's growing up. So when you're told that your father isn't any good, who is your your first role model, your first example of a man that he's no good and you keep hearing negative things poured into you, poured into you, poured into you, then you become bitter. Then you don't want to have anything to do with your dad, your father. So, so she was sick. So, so she ended up being like that. But when my daughter was born, my mom made her go to see her father. Said, you have to take your firstborn to go see your father. She had an opportunity to speak with her father after umpteen years. 
and found out that everything her mother said was incorrect. But now, from what she's been saying all these years, she's bitter. And now she couldn't have a positive relationship, meaning our relationship, with the man because of what happened through her life with her father not being there like that. So, y'all, it, it, it goes both ways. And with that happening, we weren't able to have a productive family life, family relationship, continual relationship. So that's a sickness. It's like a because we like were, a cancer. Because of our family structure, we were unequally yoked. Even though our personalities and everything everything went together, it was just those those rearing those family traits that affected our relationship. But I said to myself, "No, that's not going to happen to me. No, I I I, I bet not." So. Yeah, we got to be responsible. If we get, if we got, if we got to put our lives on hold, that's what we got to do. You can do it after they go to college. <laughs> you, or you know, it, and that's that's the thing. Can you imagine being that sick that long? Yeah, make you better, very very better. You just so that's that's like having an ulcer for twenty years. It's like having a a tumor that that's not cancerous, but it just keeps growing slowly and growing slowly. Exactly. And, and and that's why you know you know we were led to talk about health and wellness because you could be infected and not even know it. Mhm. You could be diseased with bitterness, anger, and not even know it because you're just existing. You know, it's more than just you know when you have a when you have the flu. You know you got the flu. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't know how sick you are with the cancer of, of bitterness or hurt. You know until you try to function in a normal situation. And then, and, and, then, and you've been that way for so long, and conditioned to being that way, you look at everybody else like they're wrong. Hmm. So it's a big circle, and yeah, men, fathers, we have a large, large part to play with that. A large part. So, um, 2013, brothers, we just got to be better. Yeah, we on we on Blog Talk Radio. That's You're in the so. Barber Zone with your man Chavez Moments. BlogTalkRadio.com slash Barber Zone. The number is three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. Be sure to check us out next week. And the next week following, we're going to continue with this Father Series. We're going to talk about brothers. We're going to help some brothers out. Y'all, be sure to share the show. You can go to Blog Talk Radio and share this show at any time. It's in our archive. Just click on it. Share it on your Facebook page. You know, hit it up on your iPod, on the demand. It's on there. So it's always there. If you want to share it at any time, barbazone.org. Put that in your brain. You can always find anything you want to know about the Barbizone. It's barbizone.org. So yeah, we coming to the end of another show. I want to I want to say much appreciation, and it's not the last time to my brother uh, Mike Hardgrove. And, and brother, I'm looking forward to doing some more things with you and uh, helping brothers out, helping fathers out. See if we can do this. 
all over the country, man, because we need help. We have no choice, man. Fatherhood, I feel like fathers are an endangered species in certain communities. I ain't going to say no names. Yeah, I'm just saying. In certain communities, we are endangered species. But if y'all look at these things, if y'all look at these 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 people going off, killing people. If you look at one thing that's always prevalent in these in these events, there's no father in the house, or they've had a strange relationships with their fathers. Look at the boy that killed the kids in Newtown. He lived with his mother. Where was dad at? Might that have something to do with his bitterness? Where was dad at? Look at the girl who comes out at 18 and works at a strip club. Where was dad dad at? At the the other strip club. (laughs) But yeah, but that's, that's a lot. Where was dad at? When you see when you see things happen to individuals, where's dad at? Why is it the first thing? The first thing when a brother makes it to whatever level, NBA, at the draft, NFL, whatever level you make it, whatever sports you're playing or, or whatever. And he wins the Super Bowl. Get, whatever you get, what's the first thing you say? I just won the Super Bowl. First thing you do is say, hi. Mom. Exactly. And I'm taking her to Disneyland. Yes. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Come on, y'all. Come well, on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get healthy, and I'm trying to get my mind right, and I'm trying to get my soul right. You mind if I continue getting on my path and staying on my path with you, Brother Chavez? Hey, Brother, I, I, I need you. We got to do this thing together. Brother. We got to do this thing together. We can't do it alone. So go to your local barbershop. That's where we need to start. Go to your local barbershop, the cornerstone in the neighborhood, and just have some healing conversations with brothers. Even though you might laugh and joke a little bit here and there, crack a joke at one person, whatever, you're still getting stuff off your chest. You're still releasing Excuse me. Uh, what is it? Them endorphins. I don't want to get. I ain't no medical doctor. I, you know, I'm 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 a tonsorial artist. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a medical doctor, but the endorphins or whatever you need after it's done, get that stress off of you. Yeah. So we can be better men. We can be better brothers. We can be better leaders and employees and fathers. Let's do that, y'all. So until yeah, so next sure. week, you're in the barber zone with your man Chavez moment with my guest right here. Uh, Mr. Michael Hargrove. Y'all, next week, same time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And, y'all, you know what you do. You come get your head right, man. You're in the barbershop. Right. Peace Until and blessings week, from the ambassador. Peace and blessings. Welcome to Barbershop, ESC. Chavez. Who? Chop. I got a couple kids need cut. I need to tighten up myself. Oh, we got you. Come on in and have a seat, man. Hey, Chop. What up, fam? Cuz out here got a few kids you need cut. Oh, yeah, a few of them? Yeah. Yo, Chop. What up? You know the motto? Come get your hair right. First, I get him into the barbershop. Sit him down and drape him up at the barbershop. 
later, taper it up at the barbershop. Clients coming in, got my pockets looking real big. Cause we all get it in at the barbershop. You can-